Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, Bond at Bewley, Christmas film decorations, washing machine filters and our audio advent calendar. Now Lippy. Hello. Are you feeling better this week? I am, but I did just wake up from, from another nap. Uh, there's no harm in that. No harm. I do like it. I think it's probably important to say to the listeners that you have had a day off today. You haven't been napping or work time. Yes, I had a holiday day. Spent it with my one of my bridesmaids. Didn't do anything wedding related, just spent pottery painting. Well, that's, that's, you don't need to spend every day wedding related. I did. I had a call with my photographer this morning, actually, so I have had a wedding <laughs> oh, okay. thing today. Yep, booked her That's, in. Sounds very grand. Deposit paid. Very good. Right, that's Spending enough wedding more talk. Money than I'm no, making. that's that's enough wedding no. talk. No, enough, 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 enough. Oh, okay. Now I've been catching up on some sniff, no Smith and Sniff podcasts, which are one of the car-based podcasts I quite like. And actually, talking about sniffs. Uh, last week you were a bit poorly, or well, the lurgy, as we spoke about. But I had to mm. remove less sniffing from the audio than normal. Which I'll is... tell you exactly why that is, because I've been blowing my nose a lot more. Good. Well, hopefully, again the same this week, please. Less sniffing. <laughs> I think I blew my, I muted myself and blew my nose a few times yes, as well. well please we feel free to do that. Anyway, so Smith and Sniff, uh, back three weeks ago. They gave the same Jack Black fun fact that I did last week. They must be finding them from the same source. Or listening. No, because we did ours three weeks after they did theirs. So it would sound like we... Sorry, I see. (laughs) It sounds like the other way around, but I can assure you it's not. And I had a message from the Screaming Tomato down under. And he said, many a happy hour has been spent looking for inadvertent humour in married names. So the first one I'm not going to repeat. And the second one is Annette Smith, who married Mike Curtin to become Annette Curtin. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good indeed. I, I read these before we started. And they didn't click. Like I no. couldn't work out why they were funny, but you reading it out loud is just just yeah, click. Sometimes you do have to read them out loud. They they often have them. Well, they used to have them in private eye. I haven't seen it for a while, but quite funny. And his guess that your married surname will be Brown with an E on the end. That is not the case. Keep no, my guessing. issue is with an extra... People spell it with an extra E when it doesn't need yes. the E. And uh, he's back to the office for the first time Wednesday. Oh, exciting. Yes, getting back to some sort of normality down there. Anyway, we had a very pleasant trip last weekend to the New Forest in the camper van. Apart from a bit windy, I heard. It was. Now, Sunday morning, there was this bit of a storm blew through. And they forecast, I think, about something like six millimetres of rain in an hour, which we certainly got. But the Mm. wind and... Our old van, the suspension is a bit soft on it, so the cab does tend, or sorry, the body does tend to move quite a bit. And by about, it was blowing so much that we had to get out of bed for fear of, <laughs> of being seasick, to be honest. Yeah, it was. that's the, the message I woke up to was, I had to get up, I feel seasick. Yeah, well, it wasn't surprising. <laughs> I had to hang on on a couple of occasions because my brain was starting to to it. And then amazingly, within an hour and a half, it had cleared up and it was it was still a bit breezy, but it was a beautiful day on Sunday. So we went to Bewley, which I haven't been to for a while. 
and they've got a, an exhibition of Bond vehicles, the latest Bond film, Ooh. which was very interesting. They had a, a fake Aston Martin DB5 there with bits. And they then show you the a bit of footage from the film has that car in it. They've all cars there. They had a the new film. The new film, yeah. So they had cool. what was a pre-production Defender, which was in a bit of a sorry state, uh, and a lovely American car, and a massive great thing. And then they show you the the bit of the film that's in. So it's well worth it. It's not a massive display. They've got a few bits and pieces from the film as well. There. So uh, yeah, well worth going to see if you're in the area. And I also came across a motorbike had been ridden by a lady called Steph Jevons, I hope you've pronounced correctly, and she spent four years going through 54 countries as a solo rider. <sighs> yeah, I know, amazing. And seven continents. So she's written a book called Home by Seven. Uh, but it looks like a really interesting tale. And we see some of the big production versions one way around by Ewan McGregor which are great documentaries but Mm. there are people doing this so often on their own or with a group of them there's a DVD I can't remember the name of it that came out many many years ago which is a group of guys that wanted to go around the world by the longest land route and you see them starting you look at the motorbikes and you go they're not going to make it around the corner let alone around the world and mm. bit by bit people drop off so there's a core oh, of yeah, about I five bet. or six of them. well they run out of time or money or all sorts of things and there's some great adventures and they filmed it and edited it all themselves on quite old equipment it's it's good i'll look it out for next week i have a question go on it might be a bit of a silly one when they say longest route on land do they i assume then they just get a boat when they get to like yeah the sea yeah so you go from the uk the sea across to obviously across to europe and then all the way through to china mm-hmm. and then from china across to alaska and then all of the way down to the southernmost tip of south america then across from there to the southernmost tip of africa, africa and then back and then up again up. so makes sense fair old distance yeah what about australia i didn't do that it's not a very important country, is it? I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> couldn't possibly sure. say. I don't know whether Steph did it. I did briefly see a map which looked like a very similar route. So she'd obviously gone mm. gone through countries. But uh, yeah, so that, that's going to be an interesting read, I suspect, over Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Nice long break. Speaking of Christmas, yes. I have a slight confession. Yes. I may have watched a Christmas film yesterday. You may? How do you know? because i definitely did oh dear what was it <laughs> um i watched actually watched two christmas films if i'm going in i'm going in hard i watched two christmas films i watched uh, i don't know if you've heard of them the christmas chronicles i might have spoke about them christmas last yes, year yes i think you did yeah they're such good films so i watched one and two loved okay. them okay well that sort of only counts as one really yeah exactly it's part they call the second one part two as well so like okay it's definitely just one yeah, really just long one. film well, talking of Christmas films, one of my favourite Christmas films is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And Christmas isn't complete with seeing that amongst other Christmas films such as Elf and Die Hard. Yes. Now, I was shocked to see on one of the socials during the week that somebody has made a Christmas decoration which consists of the Griswold's house. And it is brilliant. I've just loaded yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Oh, my it God. It is brilliant absolutely brilliant and 
there is a sort of an extension you can get because I my finger was hovering over the buy button for the full set, which is the and the Eddie's RV, which he turns up in, and then a little statuette of Rusty. Rusty? No, it's not Rusty. Sparky, isn't it? Outside. Yes. Plugging the lights together was was wasn't cheap, so I, I desisted. The house seemed quite cheap, but then the other bits really pushed the price up. Why don't you just get the house? Then? I might. Ju- I might still do that. Actually. And the other, in fact, two have turned up, or two adverts have turned up. Oh, with light and sound as Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah, sound would be. I might just very quietly get that and uh, decorations this year. I like it. Yeah, I quite like it too. It's it's nicely tacky. Yeah, I need to. We obviously have moved. Yes. So we, in the old house, only really had space for the Christmas tree and like outside decorations. But now I have surfaces. Oh, you do, don't you? I have so many surfaces. I have to get all new decorations to fill all my surfaces. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes, I bet you are. I'm thinking about making some. Oh, that'd be nice. You know, have you, I don't know if you've seen them. They're really cute. Well, I think they're cute. They're like the weird elves that are just a beard, a nose, and then the hat. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're not that hard to make, so I might make some of those with just the legs dangling off. They do creep me out slightly. Yeah, because they're literally just a beard and a nose and a hat. But I think they look really cute, so I think I'm going to have to whip some of those up. Yes, talking talk of creeping out of beards, there used to be, with the Saliers, independently owned bed shop in Guildford where we bought our mattresses some years ago. Yes. And the gentleman that run that, really nice guy, and he had a moustache that covered his mouth. It was so long. Ooh. And that really freaked me out because he's talking. But, but, nothing, but nothing's moving. His hair's just, moving. Yeah, it was really strange. It also mm-hmm. begged the question about how messy it was when he ate. Yeah. Oh, I don't even no, want to think. Yes. The problem is, you then become obsessed. It's like some somebody with a massive mole on their face. You just become obsessed. Yeah, you can't stop staring. No, mole. No, no, so, also a good negotiation tactic because we bought them basically to yeah. get out of the place and stop <laughs> obsessing with um, with this moustache. And talking about obsessing, when we were in the grounds of Beaulieu, I noticed there was a, a small pond in the garden, a oh, pet mm. fountain pond thing with money in it. And I've always said I don't understand the obsession with... It's lucky. Well, it's sort of lucky. Sort of. You're wishing... It's a wishing... Well, that's a wishing well, isn't it? A wishing well. Well, sort of, yeah. So anyway, it dates back to a time when wells and fountains were considered drinkable water sent from the gods. Ooh. And therefore a shrine. So the reason yeah. people throw money in there is there's an offer of drinkable water. But surely drinking water that's got copper being sat in it for however long isn't that good for you well i wouldn't have thought so certainly Mm. some of the water well this particular pond wasn't moving very much so you wouldn't drink out of it anyway so the thing about offering to the gods of clean water has obviously moved on quite a lot a bit like christmas uh, things like that yeah so it's something completely different but you're right about the coins and fortunately a sea turtle in thailand was taken to a vet after swallowing nearly five kilograms worth of loose change that had been thrown oh into my. the pond that she lived in. Um, I know it got thrown in ponds. I knew, obviously, people threw, threw it in wells and fountains. Yes. Ponds, though, oh. seems weird, because that's natural life. You're well, just throwing it, money it in It is. There. 
I haven't got a picture of the pond. I, I don't know what it was like. Unfortunately, the turtle didn't survive, Ooh, which is re- really very, very sad. I think, really, don't do it, is the... Unless it's a fountain where there's no well, animals. Even so, just why and don't. Mind you, having said that, I think I might set one up on the uh, on the wall outside of our house to see if we can raise a bit of income. <laughs> Make some money. <laughs> yes, quite. Quite. Now, we've had a few space-themed pieces over the last few weeks and i've got another one for this week astronaut being a bit naughty we talked about golf on the moon and this one doesn't involve the moon but it does involve a trip to space as part of the gemini project and this concerned the smuggling of a corned beef sandwich a sandwich (laughs) now when you think of food in space you think of almost like toothpaste tubes of of food Mm. which is dried nutritional stuff, yeah nutritionally yeah. good but novelty what it means is it's safe to use what you don't want is crumbs and bits and pieces float course in switches and other bits of electrical equipment and remember that back in the 60s when we talk about the uh, gemini project it was very mechanical so there wasn't mm. a, a nice not very electric uh, well it was very electric but it wasn't very electronic so you wouldn't have something like an ipad switch so bits can get in there and cause all sorts of trouble so they took up they smuggled up rather which from the local <laughs> delicatessen unfortunately it was two days old by the time they went into space so it was probably past its yeah. best anyway yeah and there's some audio translation for the mission which doesn't read particularly well but basically they whipped this corned beef sandwich out and it started breaking up almost instantly so one of the astronauts had to ram the bits back in their pocket stop it obviously destroying bits and pieces and then the the astronaut finished off with uh, want some chicken leg which i think (laughs) caused a little bit of a of a rumpus so this was an astronaut called john young and he was in Gemini 3 with Gus Grissom, which is one of the best astronaut names they are. Grissom. Gus Grissom, yeah. Great name. And, and a couple of congressmen became upset. So this went as far as Congress in terms of uh, telling off. Oh. Thinking that by smuggling in the sandwich and eating part of it, Gus and I had ignored the actual space food that we were up there to evaluate, costing the country millions of dollars. The House Appropriations Committee convened to mull over the sandwich incident, and one representative even harangued a NASA administrator, calling the sandwich stunt just a little bit disgusting. So John, it's just a sandwich. Well, yes, but it could have had consequences. So Young was given a reprimand, the first ever for a astronaut, and said he eventually regretted smuggling the sandwich, especially as the story comes up over and over and over again. Yeah, I bet. Exactly, yep. So if you're going into space, probably don't take a corned beef sandwich. Sounds like a good tip, that one. <laughs> uh, they have actually preserved the sandwich in resin, and it's in a museum somewhere. I assume in a NASA museum. There's a NASA museum in Reading? Not in Reading, no. Oh, right, sorry, they preserved no, they preserve the sandwich. preserved it in resin, in... not in Reading. <laughs> you muppet. <laughs> I was like, there's a NASA museum in Reading? No, in resin, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now something i remember from growing up in southeast london was the construction of the thames barrier which is not something you hear about very often but apparently it's being closed as in stopping flooding in london for the 200th time this year i believe you can go down and see all the mechanics and 
gubbings underwater because there's not much above mm-hmm. water. It's some silver towers that look quite yeah. innocuous. But uh, yes, it's the second largest movable flood barrier in the world and it protects 125 square kilometres of central and uh, lots and lots of train and tube stations. Doesn't sound bad at all. It doesn't, I'd no. I'd like to go and see that. No, I wouldn't mind. Oh, maybe we should do a lippy and grumpy trip to the Thames barrier. Maybe after we've seen... Um the shark has fallen. It's the other no, end. The shark no, it's, the, it's the other end of London, so it's, yeah. it's not. It's not really in London. It's quite a long way. Well, it's Greenwich, so it's quite a long way. It was built in 1982, so it came operation in 1982. And I, I can remember at the time there being quite a lot of scaremongering about potential flooding in London if we didn't have oceans built. Oh, I did something fun last week. Oh yes, I for the first time in a long time went to Costco. Oh, I love Costco. I Ooh, love Costco. Such a great We had place. the best time. If you want to come, uh, yes, I can take two guests. Yes. Yeah, the one in Farm Brooch, just down the road. Yeah, so it's a good one. That's quite new, isn't it, or relatively new? Because we used yeah. to go all the way to Reading. Yeah, so, yeah. We had another moment, Chris and I, <laughs> beforehand. He came with me, and he was like, I was saying, oh, I finished work at half four, let's just go straight when I finish work at half four. He was like, oh, no, I don't really want to be driving at that time. It's really busy on the roads. And I was like, why well, isn't thinking the one in Farnborough? It only takes like two minutes yeah. to get to. Like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, Reading is just such... Reading again. Yes. Silly yeah. Reading. And I was like, I, I meant the one that, like around the corner from <laughs> our house. I mean, we can go to Reading if you want, but... So anyway, we went to Costco. I had the best time ever because I forgot how much I loved it there. Chris has never been before and just seemed a bit shell-shocked, to be honest. He didn't really know what was going on. It was quite busy. I probably wouldn't go on a Friday again. But yeah, he was was a bit shell-shocked. Got to the checkout and obviously I'm used to shopping at Aldi and not obviously buying things in bulk. And... The bill came to 90 quid. <laughs> but then I probably won't have to buy toilet roll or kitchen roll or dishwasher tablets. Yes. For at least a year. Yes, that, that's the like. thing that you have bought. You would have bought a lot of stuff for that money. Yeah, like £11 for, I think it's 12 packets of nine toilet rolls in each packet. Blimey. That makes like 40p a roll. Yeah, that's very, very it's good. It's so cheap. So, so cheap. And yeah, I had the best time ever. They had a few tasters on. I was going to ask. Love the tasters. I was going to ask that whether they do them in the evening or not. They do. They were just prepping them out. Oh, that's perfect timing. Yeah. They walked around once. They were cleaning the station and we happened to go back. You can can normally get there at the start. You can normally get a couple of of trips in Mm. with those. Yeah. And I like it when they do the different flavours of the thing that they're serving. Because then you can try a few of the flavours. For the flavours, obviously, not just for the free food. But I forgot how amazing their food platters oh, are yeah, as well. Yeah. We bought... I went again yesterday, actually, <laughs> <laughs> to buy dinner for myself and my friend. And we got a massive wedges, like, were like nacho wedges. Oh. They were good. A massive platter of cookies. A massive bag of duck spring rolls. Oh. Yeah, honestly, Costco, favourite place. And also, it's really good value for, like, Christmas trees and stuff. They've got all their Christmas decorations Mm. up, and I almost bought a Christmas tree. But then I thought, I shouldn't really be spending £400 on a Christmas tree. That's interesting, because our Christmas tree, which is an artificial one, we bought Mm. in 
our local garden centre. And we spent £95 on that, which I was absolutely horrified by the cost. But it's lasted. Yeah, it's lasted yeah. 30 years. And it's a lovely tree as well, yeah. your fake tree. It yeah. doesn't look fake. It's very bushy. We, we prefer that's artificial. that's what I liked about this one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> fake. It doesn't look artificial. That's what I liked about the one at Costco. Also, the thing I liked about the one in Costco is the lights are on the branches already. Well, fixed to the branches. Yeah. Fine until they break, which they will. But they're individual bulbs, so you just change the individual bulbs. If you can get spare bulbs. Believe you me, in the last 30 years, I've learnt that you don't buy cheap ones, lights that is, and you, with LEDs, you, they're fixed. You can't change them. Previously Maybe I'll that, have to go back and have a bulbs. look at Yeah, I'd be very careful with that. I might go back and look at what the bulbs are and make sure that they're like standard I ones. I buy one without a well bulb. They just like, I hate putting the lights on the tree we'll and taking the lights off the get tree. He doesn't like doing it. He doesn't do it the way I like no, it but this done. No, is, this is the problem. This is the problem we have in our family, that females, it's like a battleground. I go out when the tree comes out. I go to the pub because... To yeah. be fair, I normally leave... Uh, when, I, when I was still living at home, I did not get involved no. in the tree. Wife of Grumpy and Charlotte, that's, they get in there and, and it's like two monikers from Friends fighting. Anyway, back to Costco's. The thing I like about yes. it is big packets of microfiber cloths. Yes. Brilliant. I was just started a second packet for the last time we went, which is a good few years ago. The good few years massive ago. blocks of cheese you can get. I mean, yes. Gigantic. Like, can't even fit in my fridge. Mm, yeah. Blocks well, of cheese. We used to cut them up and put them in the freezer. Freddo's, boxes of Freddo's. What, your box of Freddo's? Thank you very much. And what, which I have eaten. And the meat is very, very good at Costco. I it is, really yeah. Very good. Because it's all freshly butchered and prepped yes. there. Yeah, it is. Which is great. And then, yeah, I bought you some Freddos. I did eat two and Chris has eaten one. Well, it's very good that you've opened the box and not demolished it. Mainly because we still have Halloween sweets left over. So I'm making my way through those first. But then I really fancy just a solid bit of chocolate. Yeah. So I ate the Freddo. You can't beat a Freddo for that. You can't. We also have leftover cookies, a big cookie platter. So that'll be coming when I come over. Oh, yes, because you're coming Saturday, aren't you, for bonfire? Yeah. Yes. The cookies are unreal from Costco. Mm. Oh, I look forward to a trip over there. Oh, talking of the bonfire, obviously we've got our village bonfire on Saturday. Yes, I I seem to have poured the easiest gig in the world and we'll be doing some announcing for quite people. I'll frantically mm. be trying to pull some notes yes. together and various COVID statements that we're obliged to make and things like that. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that and a number of been cancelled around us so i think we'll get a record crowd this year yes i've managed to recruit some people to come along from living in different areas very good yeah my work colleague who lives in woking she normally goes to rygate okay and they had theirs cancelled yeah. so and she asked oh are you doing any then if all of them are cancelled and i told her about cranley she was like we'll come to that excellent so they're coming and i think she wants to take part in the competition what well, a guy competition yeah. No, you have to make a guy. Her, no, yes, again, you have to make a guy. You don't just yes, put your yeah. kids dressed up. Because no. otherwise. <laughs> They'll be burnt yeah, Exactly. Which <laughs> is not the general idea. No. Good. Well, hopefully that will be a good money raiser for us because we've, uh, we've been a bit short over the last couple of years with. Yeah, missed out on a few yeah. key. Well, two car shows and one fireworks. So. I'm sure, as, it always, as it's the last one standing, it seems. It does feel a bit like that, to be honest. A lot of people yeah. will be wanting to come for the the only one they can get to. 
No, I had an interesting thing in the post today from Brooklyn's oh, yes. museum, and uh, it was a little badge, the shape of the original track, which is parts of it are no longer there. And I think the card was actually signed by Damon Hill as a thank you for keeping membership going over over oh, lockdown, which I thought was lovely. really nice. So that will go on my yeah. my gilet, which has got loads of little badges on it, beginning to look a little bit like a teenager. Or <laughs> like a um, Boy Scouts guide. Boy Scout, yeah, probably more like a Boy Scout, actually. So, well, yeah, so thank you, Brooklyn, for that. That was, that was very unexpected. And very nice. Yeah, what a nice way to say thank yes, you. Yes, I thought so. Particularly, I was more impressed with the hand-signed card from David Hill, actually, mm. which took me a while to realise it was actually signed by him rather than he, printed. Did he, so he signed them all? I, I believe so. I, wow. I don't know how many members they have, so I don't know how many had signed. Fair few. Yeah, fair few. Though. So, uh, so it's good on you, Brooklands. Talking of hand-signing. Yes. Have you started thinking about your Christmas cards yet? Yes, I have. And will you be using the stamp again? Uh, after the abuse that we got a couple of years ago, no. <laughs> it was humorous abuse, though. It was. Well, I might do. I might send out Christmas cards this year. Blimey. Only because I need to know people's addresses anyway. Well, that, that can be arranged. Two birds, one stone, you know? Yes. Yes. I think so. Oh, I could send the wedding invite with the Christmas card. Yes, you could. Although I haven't got my invites yet and Christmas is coming around rather quickly. Uh, well, I could send a belated Christmas card with the wedding invitation in April. <laughs> I think that might be... A, well, is it a belated Christmas card or just very, very early? Mm-hmm. Bit of both. Anyway, we're talking sort of about deliveries. So there is a connection here. And uh, yeah. I've noticed there's a tendency of late where delivery drivers don't want to get too close to you. that They'll take a photograph of the package and sometimes you are the package. And yes. um, it's impossible to know what to do. But unfortunately, some people have taken it to extremes. And uh, there's a selection of photos. Uh, people are dressed up how they really shouldn't be and posing how they definitely shouldn't be for the delivery man, which is oh very, very funny. And there's also some photos of where they've taken the delivery instructions a little bit too late. For example, a very large box stood up against the door with the doormat on top because the standing instruction is please leave under the mat please yeah which they've obviously done and there's a number where they've put some some sticks against it to try and disguise it or just put it in a tree there's also one where they've made like a smiley face that's quite cool that one i like that that is yes with an amazon swoosh yes the uh... can you call it a swoosh because it's the nike swoosh the Mm. amazon well it's an arrow isn't it pointing from a to z you didn't know that did you I did not know that. Yes. Is that what the logo is? Yes, it's pointed from the A of Amazon, at the beginning of Amazon to the Z. So it's everything from A to Z. How clever. Well, they really thought about that, didn't they? They did, but it's not that obvious, obviously. It's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'll post a link to that. So there's some, some quite good fun to be had there. Uh, I have to yes. say, I'm, I'm very grateful for our delivery people who have been absolutely mm. stellar over the last two years and, and before as well, particularly uh, the Herbie's delivery guy who's always smiling. He comes and picks up as comes well. Comes and picks up, always smiling. He's been the same one for about five years, I think. Always waves when you see him in the village driving. With however. A, oh, there's a however. There is a however. Our DPD delivery man, who is lovely, does our HelloFresh every Sunday. It's normally the same person. He now does not let Chris take pictures with the parcels. 
And I don't know. There, there's some history why. here, isn't there? I don't know if there has been. I haven't been told anything specifically. All I ever heard was the other day, because I happened to be, we happened to be in, was, oh no, sir, you can't have the picture with the box. I need to, you need to put the box down yes. and it just has to have your feet in it. And I was like, what, what is going on out there? So you've got to have the feet in the picture, but nothing else. To show that there was somebody receiving the oh. box. Sounds Because they like ticked it off yeah. as being re- received by someone. So it had to have his legs in it, but it wasn't allowed to have his face in it because of GDPR. It smacks and as somebody's like, complained about this. A hundred percent. Because I was like, how is that GDPR that his face is in it? Yeah. So they have our address and our names anyway. <laughs> yes, very true. Well, who, I, who knows? The way that... Um, but shame because Chris used complain. to do some cracking poses with the boxes. Well, I'm surprised he's not on that on list, to be honest. Yeah, it's always on my account. So I would go to look, see where the box was left. It would be Chris's face. Anyway, through advertising on various socials this week, I've been on a bit of an adventure yeah. with the washing machine filters, which doesn't sound Ooh. very exciting, but it is honest. So the first one I saw was basically for filtering out microplastic particles which if you wash a clothes nylon or synthetic mm. materials very tiny bits of plastic come off as they get washed and then they end up in the ocean not good which is not good and this company had perfected this filter so it has a cartridge in it so you have to replace the cartridges but they will take the cartridge back empty all the stuff in the middle out refurbish the cartridge and then reset it on so that you're not throwing massive amounts very away. eco-friendly company well very eco-friendly but you do have to replace the cartridge about one month and i thought well oh, that sounds like a really good idea so i thought oh, i'll do a little bit more research because i'm thinking mm. well surely the water's filtered by the water companies but as we spoke about last week with the sewage maybe it's not so anything yeah. you can do that prevents it and they reckon for an average family across a week if you put this filter on you would save one plastic bag of plastic going into the ocean which yeah got to be worth doing so i'll, I'll, I'll yeah, do a bit, a bit more research but then typically when you look at one of these things others start popping up as well mm. and a company called gulp popped up with their filter which doesn't have a replaceable bit so it's a little bit like bagless vacuum cleaners. So okay. all you're doing, you, you've got a middle bit that you have to clean out. So there's no filters involved. So once you've paid for it, so it's a little bit more expensive initially than the other one. But, but then you're not yeah, paying for cartridges. Exactly. So that sounded like quite a good idea. It's also British made, made in Bristol. Oh, that's always good. So it's not released yet, but you could get quite a hefty discount by paying a deposit. So I have mm-hmm. paid a deposit of £29 and I wait for for it to be released i think it's imminent looking at the advertising but they're also doing research in what to do with the microfibers that come out but also the lint from um tumble dryers so they're actually asking for people to send in lint from tumble dryers so they can can, fiddle with it and see how they can make it so it looks like this company gulp is actually part of a larger company's research and lots and stuff so you know it's well worth supporting in my view if you can definitely stop stuff getting into the ocean because since it's in the ocean it's in the food otherwise we might as well eat plastic cheese slices definitely i might buy one of these i shall put a link in all the usual places question yes can you get me one for christmas 
if you're that interested, I can send it for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas, and then pay the rest when it when it appears. I mean, I'm presuming this is a pre-production product they've got here. What was interesting about this is you seem to be able to mount it almost anywhere. So you can mount yeah, it above it the washing machine. Yeah. Whereas ours is cramped in where the washing machine is. So actually installing the other one would have been quite tricky. But yeah, so we'll see. Well, if you're that excited, then... Uh, oh, anything. If I'm, save, if I'm helping save a bag of plastic. Yes. Yeah, and presumably that stuff can be recycled into something if you could do that. Interestingly, the pictures under the sink is the cleanest under the sink I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, there's nothing there, there, there is there? S- simply a couple of bottles, and that's it, which is representative of anything. My under the sink doesn't look like no, that. Nobody's does. Anyway, we have some more Christmas news. We're going we're gonna to do an yes. audible, not no, an audio, audio rather than audible, to be speakers with audible, an audio advent calendar. Yes, we are. So, one a day from December the 1st with some Christmas music and either mm-hmm. a Christmas fact or a Christmas top tip. And who wouldn't want to hear our voices every day? Every single day for 24 days. You lucky, lucky people. Yeah, beautiful. And talking of top tips, you have one. I do. I have a very, very simple top tip today. My top tip is to go pottery painting. Yes, it looks like you've had a very good day. I've had the best day. Apart from the screaming babies, I've had the best day. Well, we'll post a picture on the socials of your mug. But when it's done, it's not finished. Oh, so the photo you sent me is not finished. That's pre-glazed. It then gets glazed oh. after that and fired. And then I'll go pick it up on Monday. Oh, it's a bit late. I'll have to do the pre, pre-glazed pre one, which looked very good. Yes. So I have a bonfire-related fun fact. Mm. And I apologise if you're coming to the Cranley Fireworks. You're going to hear this across the PA as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> there aren't that many fun facts about bonfire night. Until 1959, it was illegal not to celebrate bonfire night in Britain. That makes sense, because it was quite a big palaver he caused. It was a big palaver, and they started celebrating really within hours of the event happening, which is incredible when you think of Mm. back then, the 1400s, that you couldn't, you didn't have the internet or phone no. so you wouldn't be phoning people but the message got across quite spread quickly spread like yeah. wildfire oh indeed like a bonfire so during this time there was only one place in the uk that refused to celebrate the failed attempt and that was st peter's school in york where guy fawkes attended and they were excused from burning a photo of its former that's fair enough Begs the question now about the First and Second Wars. Obviously, setting light to a big fiery ball on bonfire night would make uh, bombing quite a bit easier. So it was celebrated indoors, mm. and I am assuming not with a bonfire or fireworks. Yes. So maybe just burn a picture of Guy Fawkes. Rather than a full-on fire display. Yes, indeed. Also, I don't know if you just ignored my pun then. Which one? Prob- when I said it spread like a bonfire. <laughs> like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. It was... Not very good. You, okay, no, fair enough. Not very good at all. Fair so enough. try harder. <laughs> That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk/slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast 
at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.